The Read More, Read Well podcast, your help and encouragement on your reading journey. Welcome to the Read More, Read Well podcast. I'm your host, Janelle, and today I'm joined by longtime Well-Read Mom member, Courtney LaCoco. Courtney wrote an article for us some time ago called Battle Cry for Hope about persevering in this radical experience of reading and discussing worthy literature together. I thought it'd be fun to talk today about now that you've been a part of Wellward Mom for six, seven, eight years. What have you found from your Wellward Mom experience about how this is different from other, maybe other things that women's clubs or women's organizations that you're involved in? I'm particular with my time. I'm picky. It's an intellectual endeavor. Um, it reminds me so much of college and it doesn't waste my time. None of these selections are careless or New York Times bestsellers, like whatever. They're just, they're carefully selected and they're important. They're important for our faith. They're important for us as women. I respect the work, I guess. And so, because I'm drawn to that because you guys work so hard <laughs> and I, I just respect it a lot. Well, what was it initially? Do you remember when you first heard about Wellward Mom? A girlfriend of mine was like, yeah, you should join this group. And I think you'd really like it and you'd fit in. And for me, for it started off, I think, being kind of a social <laughs> endeavor. Not that I expected it to be a big party or socializing, but I enjoy reading, but I feel like I need, I feel like I need to discuss these books. Yes, I can read East of Eden or I can read Dracula or whatever by myself, um, but I feel like I only do half the job if I don't talk to someone about it. I just, I have to get it out. I'm like, we need to discuss these characters and this development and this plot and oh my gosh, I feel like good art, especially good literature, deserves that, uh, deserves our attention and our discussion and our reflection. And I just, I like bringing those pieces of work, those pieces of art into more of a public forum, even if it's a small meeting of like six women, it still counts as a public forum to me. <laughs> and I just think that the the works will only last or endure if we if we do that. So initially I'd be more thinking about, did I like that book? Did I not like the book? And just in time, I can see I've grown because I know that our discussions will be so good and that there's something that's waiting there for me. And it's like, without that discussion, like you're talking about the importance of that time being together, I would just be missing these major things about life because so often the book has something to do with what's happening in our family life or something that's happening locally. And it's just a different perspective than I would have on my own. Yeah, it was really, it was that second half. It's, I mean, anybody can read a book, um, but I love the organization of it. Obviously, discussion questions to foster the conversation. That's excellent. But it just, it felt like college again. It was a class. I had a syllabus and my my part was so minimal. <laughs> they were just like, just read and come, just read and show up. I was like, I can do those things. I can read and show up. Well, in that article you wrote, I remember you called Well-Read Mama Radical Enterprise. It's like, how can this Venture filled with quiet reflection and self-sacrifice be a radical enterprise. What do you find radical about what we're doing together? It's such a funny mixture of quiet and discussion. The world is just so noisy. Everything is so noisy. Even the written word. I mean, everything is done virtually. Everything is on Twitter. That's how people talk now. Or social media or whatever. So even the written word has become really loud. And this is not. <laughs> this is very quiet. It's private, it's intimate, but at the same time, there are so many groups doing it at the same time. So it's, I guess it just echoes or it's more of a humming. It's just, it's not 
clatter. It's not craziness. Um, it's organized. It's or there's order to it. There is an order to the sound that I think the rest of the world lacks. There's no order. Everything is chaotic. That's kind of the radical. We we follow rules. <laughs> we follow the order of things. So we read before we speak. We think before we talk. We reflect before we give our opinion. And I I think most people don't do that. <laughs> What you're saying about order, I've never thought of that word in relation to Wellward Mom, that there's an order to it, but it does seem like that's part of what's giving us this experience of building and growing step by step, and partly because of the the growth that's happening within us as individuals, but then among us as friends, and then as we talk about something substantive and quality and worth talking about in culture, it feels like there's there is kind of like this orderly building or reclaiming of culture. Well, and it's intentional. I think part of it is... We have a goal in mind. And so in order to reach a goal, you have to take certain steps. And that goal being sainthood. So we're going to read these edifying works that can push us more toward that. And so you have to take deliberate action. Well, what are the steps I can take to reach that goal? And I think the rest of the world lacks purpose or lacks goal, like anything substantial. It's hard to build a plan if you don't have, if you have nothing in mind, if you have no goal to reach, nothing specific. I mean, I guess wealth, I don't know. You have to be deliberate if you've got a goal, you know, and I think Well-Read Mom kind of does that and it's, it's just intentional. It's the intentional aspect. Have you seen that in your own small group with how the women approach the books? For, for me anyway, before I, like, I read all the questions, the discussion questions before I even read the book. I read the companion, you know, we listen to the audios and stuff like that, but that's helped me a lot <laughs> anyway, in achieving some of the, some of the books that maybe I wouldn't choose on my own reading the questions ahead of time. I'm, I know what to look out for. And When we just had our discussion of True Grit and one of the questions was, is Maddie a reliable narrator? Like, I honestly had not thought about that at all. <laughs> I, it, it was one of those questions where I'm like, wow, I wish I would have that, had that in mind to be looking for that while I read. But I just was like, good question. <laughs> I mean, because some of those same questions we talked about with the reliability of the narrator, I mean, I had those in mind reading that, that next book. I was like, hmm. I wonder how Davey would be writing this. Right. There's always, what did they say? There's three sides to every story. There's his, hers, and the truth. <laughs> so last year you, or maybe it was two years ago, you we were talking about wanting to, like the, it was at the kids' library or kind of the book fairs. It's like the same idea of this, the goal you have for yourself as a reader, like, and then as a mother, that, that you have that same goal for your children. What's the end goal? Are these books getting us there? But can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I just, man, is it easy to publish children's literature. I mean, the things I encounter, I'm like, are computers writing this? Not even necessarily anything evil or, you know, just things that I'm like, why are why would anyone waste their time reading this? We have such a limited amount of time on this planet. Just fill yourself, just feast on the riches. And honestly, any content, like it doesn't even have to be books. I mean, it can be any form of entertainment, just being discerning of what you consume, especially kids. I mean, they really see themselves. I mean, I think all people do this, but kids, especially they, they put themselves in those stories. And so what are the stories, what are the stories about? I hope it's something edifying and something that teaches, you know, virtue. I think there might be a generational divide somewhere. I don't know that well-intentioned people know what's being published in, in children's books and young adult books. It's gaining headlines because people are starting to pay attention, but it's, it was just remarkable. And I was like, why does my second grader, my, my oldest at the time was in second grade. 
And I was like, why is he coming home with this book about a teenager and they're making out in a library and no, what's happening? I just, it turned something on in my brain where I was like, well, now I have to read every book he brings home. And it was a journey. <laughs> Did you find the community receptive or do you think, because I am kind of surprised I've experienced some of the same of what you're saying. And it's like, I'm kind of surprised not everybody is of the mind that why wouldn't we want quality literature for kids. And I mean, when my kids, especially the ones that were more struggled to learn to read, it was, well, at least they're reading as if, but we don't say that about eating. Like, well, at least they're eating, even if it's all junk food. And so I don't really know what that. You can see it everywhere. It's, we, we lower the standards to make everyone feel good and fluffy rather than raise the standards and expect more of people. They're not teaching vice necessarily or horrible things, but they're just such a waste of time when there's so much better stuff. They're not, I find often it's like, this isn't a story that's going to endure. It's just going to end up in the recycle bin because there's nothing in it. Right. And that's what I loved about, you know, that's what drew me to Well-Read Mom. It's not just a book club. It's there's intentionality behind it. But I think that's going to be the hardest part is choosing books that fit into the theme, but also our variety of literature, of authors, of styles, not having let's be too heavy or too many like really thick books but but it's that deliberate it's just that deliberate effort did you like what you heard today for more information about well-read mom and joining a group near you visit our website at wellreadmom.com well-read mom groups are forming now we make it easy to grow in friendship by sharing great books and literature 